Here and welcome to the St. Patrick's Podcast. This is presented to you by us, Zach, Luke, Jaden. In this podcast, there are going to be songs, sports, comedy, movie, gamer chat, surveys, interviews, climate change. First up is Toby's rap. Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing. Analytically, I salt and amating. Broken barriers bound in by the bomby. Buildings are broken, basically, and bombarding. Casually, crack catastrophes, casualties, cancelling, cats got their canopies collapsing. Detonated Damadang daily doing dough. Demonstrations, don that on the download. Eating other editors, each and every energetic, epileptic episode, elevated etiquette. Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic. Glories of funk, felt feeding the fanatics. Gift got great, global goods gone glorious. Getting godly in his game with the gores. Hit him high, hella high, historical. Hey, Holocaust hints here and holler at your homeboy. Imitate us, idolize, I intimidate. In an instant, I rise in, I rate, stay juiced on my jams like Jericho's talking joys. Just leads, just me writing my journals. Kindly, I'm killing all kinds of ink on. Credit kick type Brits in my kingdom. Let me live along like lyrically lessons is learned. Name now just to lose to my livery. My mind makes marvelous move masses. Marvel and move many mock what I've mastered. Nap known I'm nice naturally. Knack never lack hate noise nationally. Operation opposition off not optional. Outside and mind why beaming off. It's climate change with Matthew, Lucia and Abigail. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm here with Matthew Burke to interview Abigail, who is in the Green Schools Committee of St. Patrick's National School. Hi, Abigail. We want to talk to you about climate change. What do you think about it? Hi, Lucia. Well, thanks for having me. Climate change is really scary when you think about it. I stay up half the night thinking about it and it doesn't come through my head that I might not have a future. What is St. Patrick's National School doing to stop climate change? Well, we're doing a no idling campaign. What is idling? Idling is where an engine in a car keeps on running and it's just polluting and polluting our environment. What do you do to help stop climate change? Well, I make Christmas cards out of recyclable things and I make um, cardboard decorations for my tree. That's really good. Could you show us how to make some of them? Sure, I'll show you to make crystal confetti cards. You will need pla- clear plastic bags, scrap paper, hole punch, glue and sticky tape, and a card. Turn your card lengthways and mark into three equal sections. Fold along the first two lines. Cut out your window shape from the middle section. Try drawing around a cookie cutter. Use the hole punch to make lots of holes in scrap paper. Gently open the bottom of the punch to reveal the confetti. Cut a corner from the clear bag to fit over your window shape. Tape up one of the open edges and fill with confetti. Did you know the Victorians sent the very first Christmas cards? Now, glue around the edges of your shape and stick the confetti bag over it. Secure the edges with tape to keep the confetti inside. Finally, glue down the first section flap to cover the bag, the bag of confetti. The, the confetti window will, will show at the front. Write on a message or add some extra decorations and you're done. Thank you, Abigail. Now, Matthew's going to ask you some questions about Greta Thunberg. Think about Greta Thunberg. And is she an inspiration to people our age? Oh, yeah, I think she's a definite inspiration to me as well as other people. I mean, she's done more work than any adult could do. Are our governments doing enough to help with the climate change disaster? I don't think so. I mean... They're their more important thing is about Brexit, and I don't think they're doing much. I mean, Greta Thunberg is doing way more than anyone in the political place is doing. And what do you think about the conference in Madrid at the moment about climate change? Um, well, I don't really agree with it. There's nothing really good about it. They're not doing much. I think you just need to recycle, reduce, and reuse. That easy. Uh, Abigail, that's great information, but... There's still a problem in our school with people driving to school. What are you going to say to them that will convince them to walk? Well, we're trying to get encourage people to. So we're going to try and make, try and do cool treats and 
fun activities to get you dry, to get you walking instead of driving. Well, thank you so much, Abigail. I think we all learned about climate change from you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Bye. To get everyone into the Christmas spirit, we have Rachel and Kaylee's Christmas survey. Hi, this is Kaylee and Rachel, and we done a Christmas survey. About your favorite thing about Christmas. Here are the options and the answers. Getting time off school came in with 33 votes. Going Christmas shopping came in with 16 votes. Visiting your family came in with 40 votes. Christmas dinner came in at 29 votes. Giving presents came in with 34 votes. Getting presents came in at 72 votes. Putting up Christmas decorations came in with 20 votes. Seeing the lights getting turned on in the town came in with 8 votes. Getting sweets came in with 12 votes. And watching Christmas movies came in with 12 votes. The most liked tradition was getting presents with 72 votes. The least liked tradition was seeing the lights get turned on in the town coming in with 8 votes. Here are the classes that we done the survey on. Miss Hudson. Miss Lappin. Miss Murphy. Miss Buckley. Miss Dalton. Miss O'Neill. Miss O'Byrne. Miss Lyons. Miss O'Leary. Miss Lawler. Mr. Earl. And our class, Mr. Cuddyhee. Speaking about what people want for Christmas, here we have Alfie's song, I want a guinea pig for Christmas. I want a guinea pig for Christmas. I want a guinea pig for Christmas. Oh, Santa, won't you hear my play? I want a G-U-I-N-E-A-P-I-G. Don't want an Xbox or a new PlayStation. I need a furry friend with a fuzzy place. And just one thing I want under the tree. I want a G-U-I-N-E-A-P-I-G. Oh, Santa Claus, up in space. I'm so lonely, why can't you see? You got a funny guinea pig and bring him to me. He wants a guinea pig for Christmas. He wants a guinea pig for Christmas. There's only one thing I want under the tree. I want a G-U-I-N-E-A-P-I-G. 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 Just one thing I want under the tree. I want a G-U-I-N-E-A-P-I-G. Yeah! is a survey on favourite movies by Anastasia, Jill and Freya. Hi, my name is Freya. Me, Jill and Anastasia went around the school to take surveys. We did pupils, teachers and Miss Dempsey. Anastasia is going to read out the points and the movies and I'll read out some movies too. Shazam, Toy Story 4, Frozen, Harry Potter, Mary Poppins, Jumanji, Rocks Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Monsters Inc. Avengers, Aquaman, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Batman Lego, Star Wars, The Lion King, Spider-Man Far From Home, and How to Train Your Dragon. And Sage is gonna read out the points. Shazam, Toy Story 4 got 28, Shazam got 11, Frozen got 31, Monsters Inc got five, Mary Poppins got 14, Jumanji got 52, Spider-Man Spider to the Spider-Verse got seven, Rocks Break the Internet got four points. The Avengers got 16. Aquaman got three. Ant-Man and the Wasp got two. Batman Lego got four. Star Wars got 10. The Lion King got 34. Spider-Man Far From Home got 10. How to Train Your Dragon got 10 as well. Thank you for, for everyone who voted, and thank you for listening. Bye. Next up is Abigail's book review on the tree hairs. Hi, my name's Abigail, and I'm a book blogger on, on my mum's channel called Not Another Book Blogger. I was given the opportunity to be on a blog tour, and I accepted it. So here's my book review I did for the blog tour. This book is called The Three Hairs, The Jade Dragon Ball by Scott Lauder and David Ross. So this book is based on the China today and the medieval China. The main character is a girl called Sarah Livingstone and she lives in Beijing and goes on a school field trip to the Beijing Palace Museum. Things take a terrible turn and an encounter with the legendary Guimeng scroll takes her a thousand years into China's past. With secrets lurking deep within the shadows and danger around every single corner, Sarah has to rely on her wits, strength and her Granny Tang stories to survive. 
As all dark forces gather, Sarah must take her place in an epic cosmic battle and find all the courage she has to face in unworldly ancient magic. What I thought. This book was amazing. I loved this book so much I devoured the story and I'm hungry for more. I was really interested in the book and the Chinese culture because it was I was learning about ancient China at school, so it brought a great use of interest and understanding of the book. At the end of the book was so full of suspense, I kept reading the last chapter over and over again. After reading this book, I was so amazed, yet a bit confused. I can't wait for the next book to come out, because the suspense is killing me. Mum said there would be another book, and I hope she's right. She said she will get it for me as soon as it's out. Yay! What I really like about this book was how well thought up it was. The way the author or authors interpreted ancient China and China today really held my interest. What I loved about the book was how it, bro it was broken into parts. All the books I have read just have chapters, but this was something different for me and I liked how it was laid out. The parts, in my opinion, were a great idea because I like, like I mentioned before, the book is based on China Today and Medieval China. Each part would be like part one China Today and part two Medieval China, so it didn't get confusing, and I thought that was really quite clever. So I think you can tell I really like this book. It was so good. I'd recommend this book for kids from 11 and up. I'm 11, but my sister is 9, and I don't think she would be ready for it yet. About the authors. Scott Lauder was born in Ayrshire in Scotland. Having taught in Greece, Japan, and England, he now lives with his wife and four cats in the UAE, where he teaches English. In his free time, he enjoys hiking and drinking good coffee. His other books include The Right Thing, A Single Shot, and The First Boy King, Tutankhamun. David Scott Ross has traveled and taught throughout Asia since he first moved there in 1987. He currently teaches in, in the upstate in New York, where he lives with his wife and two sons. When David is not writing or teaching, he dreams about becoming a chef, a rock star, maybe an actor, but probably not all at once. At present, he was wrapping up two projects, Pastimes Encounters with a Stone Age People and Dim, a detective no novel. So see you next time. I hope you enjoy my book review. Great thanks for the people who offered me my, 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 the opportunity to do the book tour. Now it's comedy with Michaela, George, Bill, Leon, and Liam. Where do fish keep money? The riverbank. What do you call a man with four legs that hasn't shaved? A goat. How many men can fit in a penny? A dozen. Sorry, Mr. Elevator. Didn't mean to push your buttons. It's raining cats and dogs. I know, I've just stepped in a poodle. Doctor, doctor, I feel like a window. Where's the pain? Will I tell you the joke about the high wall? I might as not, because you'll, you never, you'll never get over it. Uh, will I tell you a joke about the body snatchers? And I better not, you bet, you'd get carried away. What did do sea monsters eat fish and ships? Do you have to read? Yeah. Why did... The chicken crossed the road to get to the other side. Much black and white and red all over. A sunburnt penguin. Why did the mushroom go to the party? I don't know. Because he was a fun guy. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe who? Europe early this morning. Why did the queen go to the dentist? I don't know. Because she needed to get her teeth crowned. I've just been diagnosed with colorblind. I don't know how, but it just came out of the purple. What's the kidnapper's favorite food? Takeaway. Uh, what do you call a security guard outside a Samsung shop? Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you, What did Mrs. Claus say to Santa Claus pointing at the sky? It looks like reindeer. What did the What did the big candle say to the little candle? I'm going out tonight. We're into our sports section now and we're kicking off with the Premier League, NJ, Tiernan and Jack.
afternoon, I'm Tiernan, and I'm with Jack, and I'm with NJ, so I'm going to pass you to Jack now. I just want to say fair play to Celtic FC for winning their 10th Scottish Cup in a row, and I'll pass you on to NJ now. Um, I want to do shout out to Manchester United for starting off the season in the relegation spot, but now they've worked their way up to 5th, and they're only a couple of points behind 4th spot, which is Chelsea. I'll pass you on to Kiernan. Now I want to say a big shout out for Liverpool winning the Champions League. And now only the other night they got into the, the knockout stages against Salzburg. And and also they haven't lost a game in the Premier League this season, so fair play to them. I'll pass you on to Jack. In 10 spots. For 10th place, I just want to say um, Chelsea having a good season this year. And they're in 10th place. And for ninth place, um, it's Everton losing uh, 5-2 against Liverpool. Okay. Eighth place is PSG, all the way from France. Seventh place is Juventus, all the way from Italy. And I'll pass you now on to NJ. In sixth spot in their skill survey for the top ten teams is Tottenham Hotspurs, who have had a pretty bad start. But then Jose came and he grabbed um, t- about 10 points and he's worked them up, uh, them up to 7th spot in the Premier League. In 5th spot on our survey is Arsenal who have had a decent start but now they've fallen behind on a couple of points. In 4th spot is Leicester who have had a great start in the Premier League and they're only a couple of points behind 1st spot which is Liverpool. I'll pass you on to turn for the last 3. Now in 3rd place we have Barcelona. Just... Well done, Messi, very good player. Um, in second place, we have Manchester United. No good players in that team. Nah, I'm only messing. Um, uh, and then in first place for the survey, survey winners are Liverpool with 69 votes. And I'm going to pass you Now, that's it for me. I'm going to pass you on from it to NJ now. Um, to conclude this, I just want to say thank you for everyone to listening to this podcast. And... Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your night and I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good night. Up next is analysis of the current Premier League season with Jack, Dion and Ronan. And today we will be looking back at the Premier League. Uh, past few games over the weekend we had the Manchester Derby and the Merseyside Derby a few, few... During the week. During the week, yeah. Anyway, who do you think... Do you think that was good or what did they think? Paul Liverpool played alright, like they're a bit dodgy at the back, but uh, what can you do? At least you they won. Yeah, okay. Ronan, who do you think is going to get relegated this season? Not Liverpool anyway, no? No, Norwich was wrong. They're not Sheffield in the United. Premier League. They're not in the You mean West Ham? West Ham. Yeah. Sheffield United. Okay, so I so I would go slightly different with that. I'd say Watford, Chelsea United, they've been going well for the past few games, so pretty good. What do you think about Sheffield United, Jack? They're doing um, brilliant considering they're only after coming up. Yeah, it's big football now for the big boys. Anyway, uh, we would like to recap the Manchester Derby. I think my night should have won, and they did. What do you think, Jack? I think City should have won. Oh, no, no, no. Apparently, that shouldn't have been a penalty. Plus, the VAR decision with Fred's handball. Yeah, sure, sure. Check your rule book, Jack. Anyway, Ronan, what do you think? Did you see the match? Yes. What do you think? It should have been a penalty. Bernardo Silva slipped him right on his knee, and it should have been any sort of come off. No, 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 no. Anyway, my night one. So, you can't really change the future or the past. So, anyway, how about the Merseyside Derby again? I think Everton should have won. <laughs> Only joking. Now, I think Liverpool should have won. Easy enough, and they did. 5-2, was it? Yes. Okay. What do you think? I'm after saying that a few minutes ago, Liverpool should have won. Yeah, I don't think so. Like how they're going to win the league. Yeah. And speaking of uh, speaking of Everton, they sacked their manager nearly last week. And Unai Emery is favoured to get the job. 
Well, I don't think he's going to get it. Do you think? No, I sh he shouldn't get it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the caretaker manager um, should get it. That um, one against Chelsea during the weekend. Yeah. Anyway, that's it from us. Back to you in the studio. Next is the GAA 2019 review with Adam and Owen. Brian here with me. We're going to be talking about the GEA, or what we thought of this year's GEA, and our predictions for next year. So Adam, will you tell me what you thought of Kilkenny in the hurling this year, and your prediction for them next year? I think Kilkenny did very well, Owen, uh, making the Leinster final and making the All-Ireland final. A bit unlucky though in the All-Ireland final, uh, losing to Tipperary. Uh, and in the Leinster, I think Wexford were just better at this year. Uh, so I'd, for my prediction for next year, I think they will win the Leinster. I think they'll beat Wexford in the final and then in the All-Ireland they'll make the semi-final. They'll lose to Tipperary probably. Alright, fair enough Adam. Okay, so that brings us on to Wexford and what I thought of them, my predictions are, I thought they had a very good year. They won the, the uh, Leinster Championship, which was very good for them and they unfortunately lost in the semi-final and... Well, uh, my prediction for next year, I think I agree with you, Adam. They'll reach the Leinster final, but I don't think they're going to win it this year, or next year even. And I think they'll be knocked out in the semi-final again of the Lee McCarthy. So, Adam, will you tell me what you thought of Limerick? Well, I thought Limerick had a very good year this year, uh, beating Tipperary in the Munster final. Uh, after winning the All-Ireland in 2018, I thought they would have got into the All-Ireland final. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Kilkenny were just better that day and, yeah, that's all I thought. Uh, so my prediction uh, for them next year, I think they might win the Munster again. Yeah. I think they might get to the All-Ireland final this year, though. Right. Um, that brings us on to Leash. Now, Leash had a great year for them this year in winning the Joe McDonough before the Leinster final and then winning and, and well not winning sorry going on to get to the quarter final to be knocked out by tip where they su surprisingly they bet Dublin to get through to the quarter final my prediction for next year I think it's going to be interesting to see can they stay up in the Lima, in the top division I to be on I think they will All right Adam so tell me about tip uh tip had a great year this year uh winning the All-Ireland um in the Munster final bit unlucky against Limerick but the Limerick just what they expect from All Ireland champions like, uh, and I think in the All Ireland beating uh, Wexford with a man down, yeah. and that's a bit harder work to both deserve an All Ireland champions this year and uh, for next year I think they will uh, lose the Munster and uh, think they might get back to the All Ireland final again. Right, that brings us on to the player of the year. So my player of the year would be Patrick Horgan of Cork. Although Cork didn't have a great year, they only got to the quarterfinals. In that quarterfinal, though, Patrick Horgan scored 310 and had a great performance. And he had a number of other brilliant performances over the year. Right, so that brings us on to Gaelic. Adam, we're gonna do we're gonna do the same again now. So you tell me what you thought of Dublin this year and your prediction for next year. Uh well, I thought Dublin did well, winning the Leinster and Doing five in a row, first time's ever been done in GAA yeah, history. And uh, well, I thought they're deserving All Ireland champions and Leinster champions this year because nobody can keep up with them like in the replay in the All Ireland. Like they were on top of Kerry the whole time. And for Kerry, I thought in the first game with Dublin, the 14 men, I thought they should have done a bit better and taken their chances. But, 
yeah, that's uh, how I put it. And my prediction for next year, I think they'll go for six in a row on. Yeah. I think, and maybe Leinster again. Right, hopefully not. <laughs> right, that brings us on to Mayo then. So, well, I thought Mayo had a decent enough year this year. Um, they got through the Super 8s into the semi-final. They very nearly bet Dublin, just were probably a bit unlucky to win, but in fairness, uh, Dublin had a Dublin had a great performance to get back and win it and through to the final. And uh, my prediction for next year, I think they'll get back back into the All Ireland final. So what you, what you think of Tyrone, Adam? Uh thought they had a good year in Ulster. They didn't have a great year, but uh, in the Super I thought they did very well. Getting into All Ireland semi final against Kerry. But a bit unlucky against Kerry now. Every time you play Kerry Tyrone, it's gonna be a hard game for them. Yeah. And yeah, they they did brilliant this year. Uh, but for my prediction next year, I think they're gonna win Ulster because how like they've developed since uh, like twenty eighteen, and I think they might get to the semi final of the All Ireland again. Okay, right now, Kerry, Kerry, the very good. Um, Year this year they won the Munster final and then they got through to the All Ireland final beating Tyrone in the semis and they they in the it went they drew with Dublin in the first round uh, although Dublin were a man down and then in the in the replay unfortunately they didn't win but you know that's what happens so Adam will you tell us your player of the year for game um my player of the year Sean O'Shea of Kerry. I think he had a, f- a fantastic year. I think he l- led Kerry to that All-Ireland final because the freeze he's been taking all year, absolutely amazing technique off the ground. That's why I gave it to him. I was going to pick Stephen Cluxton, but for good reasons, I picked Sean O'Shea. All right, well, that just about wraps us up for today, so we'll see you later. Next is the Rugby World Cup review with Jack and... Alfie. Hello, and this is Alfie. And this is Jack. And, and we're here to talk to you about the Rugby World Cup. We're going to ask a few questions. So, Alfie, who do you think was the best player for South Africa, Jack, since they won the World Cup? Van Leclerc, their scrum half. He always came off the back of rooks to tackle the scrum half, the other scrum halves. Yes. And do you think that Japan surprised Ireland and everybody? Yeah, because they played really good uh, rugby and really attacked well. I did not expect them to be Ireland, to be honest. No. What do you think um, Ireland could have done better? Um, they could have used their backs a bit more rather than relying on their forwards. Yeah. Do you think England flunked the final? Yeah, they... Kind of, they played well the whole competition, and then it just they just had a slip up in the final. Do you think Ireland will go back to top form? Um, yeah, I would say so. They just get their form back. And which team did you think stood out? Uh, I'd say Japan. They really surprised everyone. Everyone didn't think they would do that well. So yeah. So, do you think Rory Best, as his last game, did you think that he, that was deserved to lose? Yeah, he played well, and they just had an off day, and they lost against New Zealand. Did you did you expect South Africa to win? No, I didn't actually. They got bet by New Zealand in their group stages. Yes, so and then Ireland lost to New Zealand. Yeah. So. Okay. Bye. Have games with Aaron, Matt, Kyron, and Lee. Hello, I'm Matthew, and join with me is Kyron, Aaron, and Lee. Hi. 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 Our topic was about video games. Uh, Kyron, if you'd like to explain what we did. So on Tuesday, me, Aaron, Matthew, and Lee did a survey on what people like to do in their free time. There was four options: playing outside, watching telly, playing with their toys, and playing video games. We finished uh, the survey on Wednesday. And these were the results. At fourth place, we have watching TV at 22 votes. Place was playing with toys at 23 votes. Second place was outside with 79 votes. 
which means with 87 votes, playing video games is how the majority of students in St. Pat's like to spend their free time. Thank you for listening and have a Merry Christmas. Staying on games, we have song by Liam and Alfie, the Minecraft version of Ransom, Mindsome. Turn your diamonds in the stone. Yeah. I got blocks, I got ores, what you want? Hop into my Minecraft, hop into my minecart. TMT about to blow, oh, oh, like a gas. They tried to build my player, I've been them from Minecraft. Take me a doggy with bone. Couple creepers blowing up, now they invaded my home. I got two twin swords, turn your diamonds in the stone. I see two twin pigs, grief your best when you're alone. I got two in the post, teleport the I got tables, tiny books, what you want? Looting me in a arthropods, not back in silicone. See if now I got the block of diamonds, emeralds and such. I need me a mom, and my health ain't going up. I started from the bottom you can see me crafting doors now i solo you loot now i got warmer than before the average tried to ban me cause i'm playing while they bore but them admins don't know me i'll get them with my sword got a lot of griefers trying to come home to my place but you don't want to grief me when the sword is in your face they talking in the chat but then it's different when we play they still be playing fortnite but it's minecraft every day i got blocks i got ores what you want Hop into the mineshaft, hop into the minecart. TNT about to blow, oh, oh, like a gas. They tried to buy my player, but him from Minecraft. Tame a doggy with bones. Couple creepers blowing up, now they're invading my home. I got two twin swords, turn your diamonds into stone. I see two twin picks, grief your base when they're alone. I got two ender pearls, teleport the gang. A box to go ores, what you want? Hop into the mineshaft, hop into the minecart. TNT about to blow, oh, oh, like a gas. They tried to buy my player, I bought him from Minecraft. Tame a doggy with Bunch. Couple creepers blowing up, now they're invading my home I got two twin swords and your diamonds in the snow I got two twin pigs, grief your base when I'm alone I got two and the poles, teleport the gang home topic we have Sophie and Kayla Ann on their survey of favorite musical artists. Hey this is Sophie and Kayla Ann here. Today we will be telling you results that we did over the past few days on a survey about bands and singers. My favorite band would probably be Imagine Dragons. My favorite singer would probably be Macmore. But isn't he a rapper fan? Yeah but we didn't have a column for rapper did we now? Eh he counts. And what about you Sophie? Mine would probably be, my favorite band would probably be Little Mix. But my favourite singer will probably be Ed Sheeran. So, I will be telling you about the junior end of the school today. And the senior end, don't forget. Yes, and the senior end, And Kayla. then we'll say the overall together. Yep. So, in third place in the junior end, we have Ed Sheeran with uh, 13 votes. Now, most of you guys know Ed Sheeran, don't you not? Well, he's a really good singer, in my opinion. He sings, you know, Perfect, Castle on the Hill, all that stuff like that. So, he came third. In second place, we have Imagine Dragons with, with 14 votes. My favorite song from them will probably be Believer. It's a really good song in my opinion. In first place, we have Marshmallow with 26 votes. He re he's really good. I love Happier by him. But he's really good, but he won't be my favorite. I'd say five out of 10 for Marshmallow, okay, man? What about you? What would you say about the senior end? Well, in the senior end, in third place, it was Imagine Dragons with 22 votes. I've already told you my favourite song, but what about you, Kellan? My favourite song from Macklemore would probably be Can't Hold Us. Okay, in second place is Marshmallow with uh, 23 votes. He was good. I'd say like, so too. Like I said, but anyway, in first place we have a tie with Eminem and Stormzy with 27 votes. I like them both, but I've heard better. Then, as overall, all the schools in third place, we, we have, have Eminem with 34 votes. And in second place, we have Imagine Dragons with 36 votes. And can you say the first place? In first place, we have Marshmallow with 48 votes. That's it, folks. That is it. Well, it was a good survey. It was a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Bye.
Yep. Have See a good you. day. Bye. This is us signing off from Sophie and Kayla Ann. Goodbye. Next, we have an interview by Bobby, Millie and Emma interviewing Mr. Earls and seeing how this school was when he was in it and how it has changed to now. Everyone, me, Millie Phelan, Emma Dunn and Bobby Bush will be interviewing Paul Earls, mostly known as Mr. Earls to us. He's a GA player from the county team and also he is an old student, student and now a sixth class teacher. Bobby will start with some questions. What year did you join the school? As a student or as a teacher? As a student. I think it was 1989. I think. Okay. Um, what was your favourite subject? PE. Does the school look different now? Uh, the school buildings are the same, but the classrooms look a little bit different and some rooms have moved. Were the teaching methods different? Um, yes, because we didn't have any interactive whiteboards and we didn't have any iPads. Uh, they're the biggest differences. Interesting. Um, who was the principal when you were here? Mrs. McGauley was the principal when I was here. What was your favourite to do? What was your favourite thing to do in PE? Favourite thing to do in PE? Um, I love nearly all of PE. Um, football or any throwing games. Anything to do with um, just running around and enjoying ourselves. Okay. Did you get much homework? I uh, probably got more than what you get now. Um, what did you do in your free time? What did I do in my free time? Um, my favourite thing to do was kick football. I lived right beside GA pitch and I was on that every single day playing football. Do you have any siblings? I have two brothers and a sister. I'm the oldest. Oh. <laughs> Are you still friends with some of your primary school friends? Yeah, there's a lot of them. We were in the same class in primary school and then we were in the same class in secondary school. And we're still friends now. Um, what secondary school did you go to and did you like it? Yeah, I went to De La Salle uh, College in Wicklow Town. It was the other side of the St. Patrick's Church from this school. And um, what subjects did you pick in secondary school? I, well, you have to do English, Irish, maths. And I did, well, even sort of did geography. Uh, what is it? Business, biology and French. Interesting. Did you have a uniform? If so, what was it like? In primary school, we had uh, same grey trousers that everyone has today, but we had a maroon jumper with a blue shirt and a maroon tie. And then when I was in possibly second class, maybe a little older, we changed to the green jumpers with the grey t-shirts now. What about secondary school? Secondary school, the first three years, we had... Uh, I think it was a grey jumper with a blue shirt or maybe a white t-shirt and then when you got older I think it was a blue jumper mm. or maybe a mixed one. Like when you in the senior classes? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you enjoy teaching in school? Sometimes. I enjoy, no, I t enjoy teaching most of the time but uh, you don't enjoy it all the time like any job but I do really enjoy it and I like being back in my old school as well. What made you want to be a teacher? What made me want to be a um, I particularly like helping people and when we were, you do te some tests and they give you some recommendations in secondary school and I was told a job where I'm helping people and I chose primary school because I like all the different subjects, doing a little bit of everything instead of doing one for most of the day. Mm. Do you like teaching sixth class or would you rather have a younger class? Um, I like sixth class. Um, I don't mind. I usually get the older classes in the school. I don't usually get the younger classes. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I would like having them too. Um, how long were you teaching in the school before you went to Abu Dhabi? I was teaching in school for... In this school, I taught for three years. Then I went travelling for a year. Then I went... Then I had a different job in Ireland. And working with children in their homes, young children. And then I went to Abu Dhabi for two years. Yeah. What did you do as a teacher in Abu Dhabi? Same as I do here, pretty much as a primary school teacher, except I didn't teach any Irish. Um, yeah. And the lessons were a bit longer and the day was longer. What age group did you teach and was it hard? It was year four, which is third class here. Um, it was a bit trickier because a lot of the children didn't speak English or very good English. Yeah. Yeah, Arabic is their first language. Yeah. Um, 
How long were you there for? <laughs> Two years. How long was the plane ride? I think it's six hours or eight hours or something like that. How many How many years are you in college and what home were you in? I was in UCD first for three years and I studied geography and economics. And then I was in London for a year studying to be a teacher. Um, where did you stay during college? Like in apartments? Um, like... The first two years in UCD I stayed at home and commuted up and down. And then I was in an apartment on campus for the final year. And then in London, four of us... Four of us on the course from Ireland, we shared a house. Oh, interesting. Um, was college a big change from secondary school? Yes, it is. It's very different. Uh, you kind of have to look after yourself and do your own thing. You're a bit more of an adult then. Mm. How did you do in your leaving set? Okay. It <laughs> uh, wasn't brilliant, but it was okay. Um, if you weren't a teacher, what job would you like? If I wasn't a teacher, I'd like to be a professional football player even though I've been nearly finished that job now because of my age, but that would have been my perfect job growing up. Or a fireman. Yeah. I like fireman. Interesting. How old were you when you started year? Uh, five or six, I think. Um, yeah, I think five or six, no doubt. How many days do you train a week in year? Nowadays, I only train maybe three or four, but it used to be six or seven. Um, did you ever take a break from Gaelic or did you keep going? Uh, the year I was travelling, I took a break and didn't really play any. Um, um, that's the only time really. What position do you play? I'm a forward. Sometimes midfield but usually in the forwards. Did you play any other sports? I played a lot of soccer growing up. Mm -hmm. I played hurling growing up and I did a lot of athletics. Well, a good bit of legs, maybe not a lot. Yeah. Um. What did you? What year did you go to the trials for county? Uh, I was on the underage team, so I was maybe twelve or thirteen. Mm. Twelve, I think. Did you get accepted for for county the first time, or did you have to try the trials again? Uh no, I got in the first time. What was the best present you've ever received? Tickets to Anfield to watch Liverpool play. Interesting. Um, what was your favourite game when you were younger? Like video game or like... I didn't really play many video games. Um, a lot of my friends had them, but I never got one. I didn't have Do much you have interest. No. no. I just wanted to play football myself. So we have some would you rather questions. So here's one. Would yeah. you rather walk a mile on bare feet, on Lego pieces, or walk a mile on Bernard Hockle? Um, <laughs> apparently the people who do it say that the Lego pieces is the source. So maybe the burning hot cup. <laughs> okay. Would you rather eat donuts for the rest of your life or eat pizza for the rest of your life? Pizza. <laughs> um, would you rather be able to fly or would you rather be able to go invisible? Fly. Fly, I think. Mm. Would you rather be poor but have loads of friends or be rich with no friends? <laughs> poor with loads of friends, definitely. Okay. <clears throat> Um, that is the end of our interview. Thank you, Mr. Earls, for your time and letting us interview you. Have a good Christmas and a happy new year. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening. Love favourite subjects by Connor and Lily. Hi, I'm Connor. Hi, I'm Lily, and we did a survey on the school's favourite subjects. Junior Infants' favourite subject was PE with 16 votes. And surprisingly, seniors was maths with 9 votes. First class's favourite subject was art with 11 votes. And Second classes was also matched with seven votes. Third class was a tie between PE and maths with 10 votes each. Fourth class was 13 votes for PE. Fifth class was surprisingly high with 27 votes for PE. Sixth class was 19 votes for PE. Well, we hope you enjoyed that little survey on the school's favorite subjects. Now we have Zach and Tiernan we are going to be in, who are gonna be interviewing caretaker Ali and Danny. I best be off then. Hello, it's me, Zach, and I'm here with Tiernan. And today we're interviewing the single caretaker, <laughs> Danny. <laughs> Question number one. Do you ever get annoyed at Ali? No. Okay. What's your favorite thing to do around school? Uh, cutting grass in the summer. Oh, okay. Do you and Ali have good fun fixing things around the school? Yeah. 
What what is the uh what's your favorite thing about your jobs? Oh all the different things that we have to do every day. Every day is different. What's the most common thing that needs to be fixed? Toilets, paintwork, doors. Mm -hmm. How regularly do you paint the school? Uh, only we just keep it touched up as it gets dirty. We refresh the paint on it. Is there anything the students can do to make your jobs easier? Yes, be a little more tidier. Do your boots hurt your feet? No, <laughs> I don't wear boots. Or Runners. Have any of you had injuries during, like, during your jobs? Yes. Wow. Uh, cut with an angle grinder. Oh, that's... Steel in the eye. <laughs> Swallowing fingers and hitting with hammers. What was your principal like when you were at school? Uh, was he nice? Was he strict? Was he... Strict when I was going to school anyway. He had a big stick. <laughs> which he always fairly regular. Which teacher hated you the most? That I don't know, because I only had three teachers for the whole mm. Yeah. Which teacher liked you the most? Oh. Uh, Mr. Doyle, probably. What, what school did you go to? Uh, Barnard National School. Oh, yeah. I mm. to go there. Yeah. Um. Six miles out the road. <laughs> well, that's it today, folks. You've just witnessed Danny being interviewed. So, goodbye. What? Now, the moment all the parents have been waiting for uh, Miss Dempsey's interview. Boy, Fatima, Rachel and Kaylee. Hi, my name is Fatima. I am with uh, Kaylee and Rachel. Today we are going to introduce our, our new principal, Miss Dempsey. But before that, we want to say thank you to Miss Burns, who was our, our principal for the last five years. Now, we are going to ask uh, to ask Miss Dempsey a few questions. We'll start with Rachel. Where was your last school? What was the name of it? My last school was in County Wexford and it was called Ballyuctor National School. What was your last school like? My last school was a very small rural school. We had 43 pupils and three teachers and two SNAs. For for how many years were, uh, were you principal in your last school? I was principal there for the last eight years. Are you happy to be in a new school or do you miss your old school? I'm very happy to be here in St. Patrick's. Of course, I'm going to miss my old school because I was there for the last eight years, but I'm looking forward to getting to know everybody here in St. Patrick's. How do you like this school so far? I'm really enjoying it, loving listening to the Christmas concerts and preparations. Everybody has been very friendly and very welcoming. When did you become a principal? I became a principal in 2010. Um, is there going to be a new policy against bullying? Uh, what is it? Well, we're always looking at bullying in our schools, so it's very important that we understand that we respect each other. And I'm sure that in time we will look at our policy and see where it's at. What made you want to be the principal of this school? I researched the school before I came, looked at their lovely Facebook page. I felt that it was very similar to the school that I was coming from, only a bigger version. I enjoy sport, music, drama, and I felt that it was a school that was growing and had a great uh, potential. For how many years? No. Okay. Have you ever been a teacher? Yes, I was a teacher for 18 years. Um, what was the school like previously? Was it different? Very different as it was a rural school. 
Um, I taught four classes for a time. So I would have had juniors, seniors, first and second in the one class. And then I was the special education teacher after that. Is there going to be any new policies to this school? Not immediately. I want to get to know our school, get to know the parents and the children and the teachers of the school. It's going to be very, very important. And then we will work together for the vision for our school in St. Patrick's. Where did you previously teach? I taught in Wexford. What is your favourite part about being a principal? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I like being able to get around to the other children and I suppose having an impact on how the school is run and the changes that we can make positively, positively towards education. Is being a principal fun? Sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's not fun. Okay, now what is your name? My name is Lorraine Dempsey. When is your birthday? My birthday, I won't give the year, but it's a big one this year, is the 15th of January. What part of Wexford do you live in? I live in a place called Boulevogue and there's a famous song sung about it. Where was your where was your oldest school? My old school that I taught in was in Wexford in Ballyuchter and I went to school myself primary in Carlow. What was school like when you were younger? School was very different when I was younger. We had very big classes. I also went to a rural school. Um, we didn't have so much, I suppose, activities that time. So it was very much English, Irish and maths we learned in school. And what college did you go to? I went to Mary Immaculate College in Limerick. Thank you, Miss Dempsey, for letting us interview you. you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for listening to St. Pat's Podcast and all of the boys and girls of St. Patrick's National School. And we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas!